2: It's time for Come and Talk It with your host, Michael Cargill, brought to you by Texas Law Shield.
3: Good day, Austin, Texas, the live music capital of the world. Let's praise the Lord and pass the ammunition. All right, so if you haven't already heard, um, this week, we had to keep it a secret. On Monday, we filed a lawsuit against the ATF and the Department of Justice and the Trump administration uh, as it pertains to bump stocks. And I think I, I, I thought that was very important for us to do that. And the reason... I did that is because I feel that this administration is actually robbing uh, the Second Amendment community by confiscating, making us turn in bump stocks, which is a part. It, all it is, is just a part of a firearm. It's not even considered a firearm. It's not a machine gun. And so we actually have to turn it in. Do you know that you can actually own the machine gun if you want to? You just have to go through the NFA process. You have to pay a $200 tax stamp fee. You have to get your fingerprints, your photo taken. Wait about ten months, and then you can be in possession of a machine gun, but it's registered. But you're, but for some reason, this administration has confiscated a part of a firearm. And and my question is this: what? And this this is not about bump stocks, you know. This is not about you know that part. You know what this is about is a government agency. We're talking about an agency within the federal government as actually creating law. That's what this is about. And so, and and it's hard for people to understand the executive branch enforces, you know, the laws that Congress actually writes. That's how it's supposed to be. So, it's about the Constitution providing rules for our government, and Congress writes those laws. The executive branch enforces those laws, and then the judiciary. Independently interprets them, but this case threatens to consolidate all three functions in a single administrative agency, which is the ATF, uh, the Bureau of Alcohol, Tobacco, and Firearms, and to contravene both those laws within Congress and you know any prior judicial interpretation of those laws. And so that's what tests at the U- University of Texas campus. You know, what if you ban those items there? You know, people will be in an uproar. Absolutely, because you're talking about a federal agency, a department within the federal government has said, you know what? There's an item inside your home, in your bathroom, in your bedroom next to that that stand there. That's where it is. You know, that's where it's located. And they say, hey, you know what? We're going to ban that item. You can no longer have it. We're going to matter of fact, you're going to have to it's confiscated. We're going to take it from you. Uh, we're not going to reimburse you and you can no longer have something that you legally purchase in your home. That is what this is about. It has nothing to do about a part. So if you allow this federal government, this Republican president to walk into your house and confiscate something, then you know what? I'm going to put it out there. You're just racist because you know what? If If Obama would have done this. You guys would have been, you know, you'd have been through the roof right now. If Hillary Clinton had done this, oh, my goodness, I wouldn't hear the last of it. Oh, and I got my people there. Oh, man, they're all twitching over here. And I, I see uh, to my left, you, you just can't, you're just beside yourself. Go ahead. <laughs> what you got?
4: I'm always beside myself when you start talking, Michael. Why um, are you
3: beside yourself?
4: Well, you keep calling this Republican or you keep calling this president a Republican, and I just have to laugh. There's an, it's an R. Not. There's an R. Okay, Dan Patrick has an R, too, but don't get me started on him, either. Hey. We w- our, our current legislators would not know fiscal responsibility or constitutionalism regardless to, regardless if it to came what up and say, bit them in the butt and introduced them as sex. Like, it's what- completely a joke, and I'm so glad that you're suing the government. I love it when my friends sue the government.
3: It doesn't matter. Regardless to what you want to say, you want to take the R away from their name, it doesn't matter. They're Republican. They were elected by the Republican Party.
4: Well, the Republican Party is a joke, too. So you have me on the record saying that. Hi, James. (laughs) (laughs) Come on. It's a complete and utter joke. We haven't truly been Republicans in about 15 years. And it's insulting. The Texas Ledge, the House, just just passed the biggest budget bump since 2003. Are you kidding me? Come on. This entire thing is a joke. I tell you, you what. For pursuing the government to fight for our rights. Do you know what I work for a non profit and I sure as hell can't afford to do it.
3: Do you know what happened under the President Obama's administration? Do you know that bump yeah, stocks were approved actually approved that. bump stocks? Yup. Did you guys know that?
4: Never thought I I'd want Obama, Obama back.
3: <laughs> Did you know that President Obama actually uh allowed us he actually signed into law for gun owners to be able to carry guns in national parks? Did you know that? A lot of people don't know that. huh? Did you know that under President Obama, we actually have a plan of carrying firearms inside Amtrak? A lot of people didn't know that. Absolutely. Well, you know what? Let me welcome our guest, you know, because uh, he has a, a unique way of looking at all this stuff. And I'm just curious of what his thoughts are. Uh, and, you know, our guest today, Eli how you say your last name, Eli Halpern? Halpern, Eli Halpern from the uh, the podcast Caspergers. I want to welcome you to come and talk it. Welcome, to come and talk it, sir. Thanks for having me, Michael. All right. So you know, Eli believes that, he, among other things, you know, he. Well, first, I want you to tell me, Eli. You know, what's your stance as it pertains to, uh, you know, the the political system? You consider yourself what a libertarian, a Green Party Democrat? I would say, I say,
5: I have to identify as a libertarian.
3: Uh, And libertarian uh, believing in what?
5: Uh, Let uh, open borders, legal drugs, low taxes, less power to the federal government, more to the state.
3: And as it pertains to the Second Amendment, firearms, what's your stance on that? Uh, I'm not a big
5: fan of the Second Amendment.
3: How can you not be a fan of the Second Amendment, be a libertarian? Well, I
5: mean, if I had to identify something, so if you got to put me in a box, which you got to do these days.
3: That's not a box. That's the Constitution.
5: Well, I mean, it's the Bill of Rights, which was a couple and, of years after the not, Constitution. And it's
3: not called the Bill of Needs. Yeah, but. That's right. Get together. Are we talking about bump stocks here? No, we're talking about the Second Amendment and the fact that you're a libertarian.
5: The Second Amendment is about protecting yourself against a, a tyrannical government.
3: Okay. Right. All right. It's not about duck hunting.
5: So it's not about it, it, basically the the ultimate fear is that one day uh, Gestapo is going to come rounding people up. Okay, I don't yeah. think that's going to happen, and if, if it is going to happen, guns are not going to help.
3: All right. So what do you what do you what's your thoughts on what just happened last week when the federal government just you know confiscated uh, bump stocks, had people turn them in, destroy them, and then reimburse them for something that they legally purchased? We li- in the state of Texas, we literally lost. Thousands of dollars in the state of Texas.
5: Well, I'm just hearing about this now,
3: but the just because you just heard about it doesn't mean it didn't happen. So we lost thousands of dollars. I'm just saying I haven't
5: had time to form an opinion. But what I will say about bump stocks and any anything related to guns is that guns are meant to kill, and that's it. Like that's all they do. No one's ever built a house with an AR-15. No one's ever opened a package with a handgun. I I have a knife all the time. I you know I, I. Every, everything's useful. I can kill people with a lot of things that are useful. You know, tire irons, wrenches, screwdrivers. Right, we,
3: we come back from the break. We got to talk to Eli because Eli doesn't believe that the Second Amendment protects all those other amendments. This is Michael Cargill, and you are listening to Come and Talk It.
1: This is Doug Man
3: Jones.
1: (laughs) And I get my gun news from Michael Fargill at Come and Talk It. Talk 1370.
2: Welcome back to Come and Talk It, and now here's Michael Cargill.
3: All right, so we're back and we're talking about bump stocks, talking about uh, black gun ownership because our guest today believes that you know drug legalization will help black gun ownership. You know, even I think he's on crack. And I'm black. <laughs> That's not exactly what I said. <laughs> That's exactly what you said. I
5: said I said most most gun violence is gang related. Most gangs are selling drugs. So if you were to legalize drugs, that would limit the amount of gang violence.
3: So what you said was drug legalization will help black gun ownership. Yeah, there's a. a... (laughs) You can hear, you can ha, you know, but I heard what you heard. You said what you said. And you disagree. I'm not. It's not whether I agree or disagree. I'm just trying to clarify what you actually said. So. So tell me, what do you do? What do you do? uh, And where are you from?
5: Uh, I'm from Orange County. I've never owned a gun because Orange I can't Cali- use one.
3: Hold on. Orange County, California. So here we go. We got a uh, Californian t- trying to tell us here in Texas about our You know what we believe as it pertains to firearms. Okay, go ahead. I'm sorry. Well,
5: I'm, a- I'm mainly coming from the perspective of preventing mass shootings. How do you prevent
3: mass shootings?
5: Well, I got a couple ways. First of all, uh, I-, I don't know if you've seen these mass shooters, but um, they're all pretty, pretty weird guys for the most part. Mm-hmm. So I think the first way to combat that is we need to legalize. You know, they look like you, right? No, I'm way better looking than every mass shooter.
3: <laughs> I'll just call it like I see it. But go ahead. I I digress.
5: <laughs> well, I think we need to legalize medicinal prostitution. What is that? <laughs> well, I I think the foundation. Obviously, these people are not getting action. You think they're all incels, huh? Yeah. As as an ex incel, you know, I've thought about shooting up schools. Tons of times, but but now I you know I get laid all the time, so I don't want to do that.
4: But every time there's a mass no shooting, I'm like, I hey, prostitution or do you use tender? Like, how do you get laid all the
5: time? I don't know. I'm a- going <laughs> We're keep in uh, mind we're we're on Laverne. <laughs> I'm not a nice person, and I'm confident about it. <laughs> okay. So people with no relationships with their fathers like that.
3: So so parenting is going to be the problem, and that's how you solve mass shootings. No, parenting is say. how
5: I solve my sex life. So, <sighs> hey,
1: allow me to... Uh, mass oh, shootings?
3: Okay. If, okay, No, no, okay,
1: no. Oh, look. I, got, I, got, I got just something to add here. So okay.
5: I... And you are?
1: My name is Gary Faust. Right, and I Gary. am a respected <laughs> journalist student at UT. Okay. Until this show. We have a journalist from the so, University um, of Texas inside the house. I would like to say that um, I would agree that statistics show the, the average mass shooter... Does have problems with women with the opposite sex, but also mm-hmm. they almost every single time have been prescribed some sort of narcotic, benzodiazepine, amphetamine, antipsychotic, among among other. So what other you're saying is the fact, drugs.
3: So you're saying women have a problem in the fact they can't get a date. That's what the problem is. is that well, you're I'm saying? saying
1: there's I'm saying there's multiple issues here. There's there's over prescription and over uh, diagnosis of psychosis issues.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: There's issues with women. There are. And there's a lot of a lot of these school shooters also have uh, no strong father figure in their life. Mm -hmm. So you combine a lot of these things together.
3: So lack of social skills and parenting, lack of social skills, bad parenting parenting, uh, over prescription of the parenting. The parents are actually drugging their kids.
1: I wouldn't say the parents are drugging the kids. I would say the. Well, how are they getting the drugs? I would say that the school system. If you're a problem child, especially being a young male, okay, you're you're labeled a problem child. You're prescribed drugs, and if you don't take the drugs, you. There's consequences. So, in a to a certain degree, yeah, the the parents are complicit in this, but it's it's more so. Uh, state sponsored via public schools. You know what, Michelle
3: Gonzalez? I call in number is 512 543 2284. You know, call me. Uh, I'm, Michelle is, uh, she's got a lot of comments on Facebook and I'm just curious what your thoughts are. Michelle, give me a call.
4: Yeah, please give us a call.
3: Good. I'd
5: like to add to the medicinal prostitution. Okay. So um, there, was a, there was a guy who shot up uh, my college. And killed a bunch of people, ended up killing himself. No, 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 don't say his name. I was going to go on to say that uh, that's another reason why mass shootings happen, because they get free publicity. But, um, so, this guy, uh, well, okay, first of all, women are not the problem. Women are not doing anything wrong. Just because they don't want to get with you, they're they're allowed to do that. Okay. The problem is male entitlement, Mm -hmm. and... Personally, I don't think I'm entitled to anything. And every time I get laid is the best thing that's ever happened to me.
3: But You obviously don't get it that often, but go ahead. (laughs) I will
5: (laughs) make sure me and you have a good night together after the show. (laughs) All right. I'm straight, but I like proving a point more.
3: (laughs) (laughs) And you said that to say what?
5: That if you took this guy, if you took this guy, so he targeted hot girls who didn't approach him first right his whole problem was he couldn't go out and talk to girls because he was like they should be talking to me i'm wearing an armani shirt okay and uh he killed all them and i'm just thinking if he if his mom like two weeks before took him to a doctor and she's like this is my son he's got a little he's a little weak. i'm sorry um get now, him see, now no one's gonna hear that woman get him a woman to touch him places for money there we go okay. <laughs> that's covered through insurance right
3: dial it down break it down a little bit
5: and um you know come back in a couple days, let's see how he's doing. All those people would be fine
3: okay
5: that he would I mean he would be addicted to prostitution, but all I right. believe in a you know sex-based economy. I think that's kind of we're kind of like just doing like a third party service as it is just you know okay. all right. facilitating through dates and such. all right
3: all right so you know and honestly and and Rob Yoder, you know what's going on love uh, Fort Worth. thank you for joining us uh, all the way from Fort Worth. Uh, Michelle, we're still waiting on you, Michelle, because uh, you said you have a lot that you have to say, and I like to hear what you have to say. So definitely give us a call. Uh, you got to keep it clean. Today is Sunday, you know, and I went to church this morning. I did praise the Lord and pass the ammunition in North Austin. So let's keep it clean. Uh, but you know, our guest today is from California. You know, and and being from California, he's a libertarian, and he's a libertarian that does not believe in the Second Amendment, which I think is actually astonishing, you know, that we actually have a libertarian that doesn't believe in the Second Amendment. How do you protect all of your constitutional rights if you don't have the second? Eli? Well, I've never needed weaponry to protect any of my rights. Mm -hmm. Any of
5: my rights that have been infringed upon are against other people with guns, cops. Mm Mm-hmm. That um, yeah, no, you can't really fight back. Do you think the
0: other items in the Bill of Rights? Do you think that they are important?
5: I think I think they're all important.
0: All of them? Yeah. All of them. Yeah. So the second as well.
5: Yeah, and slavery. That was important for
0: That's
5: making not the Bill of Rights. Well, okay, number thirteen. They went from eight with two to eight.
4: The Bill of Rights is one through ten.
5: I think it, I the think Bill it's of Rights to, is required by
4: a majority of the states in order to even ratify the Constitution. So in order for you to say that the Second Amendment is not valid means that you invalidate... No, the I'm opinion. not saying it's not valid. I'm saying I don't support it. State. I'm so sorry. I wasn't finished with my sentence. Please continue.
5: Yeah, no. The the Bill of Rights is not the first 10. It's the 3rd through 12th. or so. It's, it's 10 no. of the first... No. The, first, the Bill is one, one, 1 through 10. It's 1 through 10? Alright. Oh, well,
4: 101, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to Come and Talk It. <laughs>
5: Well, I'm here to learn, okay? I'm not here to lecture.
4: We'll educate you.
5: Um, <laughs> I feel like you're not going to be the one to do that.
4: <laughs> Funny. I already educated you. The Second Amendment I think he is did. crucial. Go ahead. <laughs> the Second Amendment is crucial to, pro- to protecting ourselves from federal overreach. How so? When the federal an government. example. Yeah, so. Gary, do you have an example? I have
1: All right, so, so check this classic. out. This country was started by a bunch of farmers that revolted against uh, basically the largest army in the world. A bunch of farmers with a bunch of guns.
3: Okay.
4: Exactly. The entire American Revolution is based around the Second Amendment.
1: You can fast we forward. Left. Look at Vietnam. We
4: left. Great Britain was like, you're not leaving. We loaded our muskets. The 10 minutes that it took and we were like, I think the military should on. have guns. Come on. But that's the thing is the people fighting Great Britain were not the military. They were the citizens who were like, we do not want to be oppressed by. Well, we weren't
5: organized enough to have a military at that point. But we and were- so
4: that negates the right for firearms and the arms of private citizens
5: at th- at this modern time. I think so. Yeah. But you, 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 we have we have a huge military.
3: But you are aware of, so, of history and how it all played on, out, though, right? Hang
4: on, I'm going to ask a very pointed question. Do you think that the law enforcement has a constitutional duty to protect us?
5: No, I mean duty, yes, but I don't think they do it.
4: Okay, because the Parkland, so uh, not social security, the, Parkland, the, Park- the Parkland security guard, the armed officer who was at the school. People sued him because he did not protect the students. And the court ruled they, that he did not have a duty to protect those students or those teachers or those administrators.
3: And that's actually. So, a, if
4: the law enforcement has no duty to protect them, then who protects us? Well, you said the,
3: security guard? And he, was actually, a, he was, was actually a police, police officer. He was a police, police officer. officer. And that's actually a Supreme Court precedent. So, if you go to the Supreme Court, there's a ruling. It says that, you know, law enforcement have no duty to protect individuals, only general duty to enforce the law
4: no one cares about me i protect myself come hell or high water
3: that's not even the true purpose of the second
5: amendment there i
4: I don't require the government for protection i protect myself from the government from other people from government When have you ever protected yourself from the government every time i file my taxes
3: you
5: pay your taxes though
4: yeah but i get every exemption i can
3: all right so we we're, we're talking with our guest from california And um, he has some, you know, just unique ideas. And this is what happens when you have people in California move to Austin, Texas, you know, with these ideas, you know. So then we're faced to, you know, go to the polls and vote and try to make sure their ideas do not become law. This is Michael Cargill, and you are listening to Come and Talk It.
4: This is Brittany Glaze and I get my global gun news from Michael Cargill on Come and Talk It. Top 1370.
2: Welcome back to Come and Talk It, and now here's Michael Cargill. All
3: right, so today we're talking about bump stocks, talking about um, black gun ownership. Uh, also, let's you know get a little update on the bump stock ban. Uh, just so you know, the U.S. Supreme Court, uh, their recent refusal to delay the federal ban on bump stocks. Just so you know, does not impact the case uh, that I brought forward this week. Uh, my case, and also my attorneys, the New Civil Liberties Alliance. The uh, just so you know, the New Civil Li- Uh, Civil Liberty Alliance will continue to challenge the bump stock type device final rule on behalf of, you know, they actually have two clients. They have myself and also another client. On March 22nd, the U.S. Court of Appeals, just so you know, a lot of people don't know this, uh, for the Tenth Circuit issued a temporary stay, which only applies to the new Civil Liberties Alliance client, W. Clark Ephesian. Uh, so our, our attorneys actually was able to get a stay uh, for the bump stocks. That means that client uh, that is, an, you know, that's a client of my attorney was able to keep his bump stocks. And so he's a resident of Salt Lake City, Utah, and the state prevents the enforcement of the bump stock ban against uh, this client here while the court considers his emergency motion for preliminary injunction pending appeal. Now, the New Civil Liberties Alliance also filed a separate lawsuit with the U.S. District Court for the Western District of Texas on behalf of myself. And I'm a resident of Austin, Who and I turned in my bump stock to the local ATF in Austin. Now, the New Civil, Civil Liberties Alliance believes only Congress, not administrative agencies, can write criminal laws such as ATF's rule banning bump stocks. And the courts and the American public need to focus on whether – ATF acted lawfully in the way it banned the devices. The NCLA, which is the New Civil Liberty Alliance lawsuit raises a key issue about the proper rule and well really the proper role of the administrative agencies, which is the ATF, in doubt whether agencies regulations may contradict a statute passed uh, by Congress and act and ask whether an agency can retroactively punish lawful purchases ...of a device who may not have heard about the ban before it turned them into felons. So a lot of people don't even know that their bump stock is actually illegal. So this goes into effect. Something that you legally purchase is now banned. And how many people don't even pay attention to current events? So there's some erroneous media reports that have stated that bump stocks... ...convert semi-automatic weapons into fully automatic weapons. That assertion is simply false... If bump stocks did that, they would have already been illegal and ATF would not have needed to reinterpret the 85 year old statue in order to ban them. Now, such falsehoods detract from the real issue in the case, which is whether ATF can rewrite a statute. Now, this is not just bump stocks. It's not about bump stocks. It's about the Constitution providing rules For our government, Congress writes those laws, the executive branch enforces them, and the judiciary independently interprets them. But this case threatens to consolidate all three functions in a single administrative agency, which is the ATF, and to contravene both the laws written by Congress and prior judicial interpretations of those laws. And for that is the reason why we brought this case forward. You know, this is not about. Bum stocks. is not about me. This is about the American people. This is about citizens of Texas. This is about an agency within the federal government that walks and in, you know, walked into your home this week, confiscated the items that you legally purchase, banned them, did not reimburse you for them. And if you didn't turn them in, you're a felon. That's what this is about. And so go back to my guess. You know, what are your guys thoughts about that?
0: Yeah, some of these people with bump stocks, the last thing they saw on them, these people you're talking about that may not follow current events, the last thing that they saw was the letter from the ATF that came with the bump stock stating that the ATF has received this item, they tested it out, they know exactly what it does, and they approved it. Mm. I think that was uh, in 2009. Something like that.
3: All right. Well, do you see the bump stock issue as a Second Amendment issue? I see it as a first, a second, a fourth. I mean, and where do we go? Because I mean, the right to bear arms doesn't mean the right to bear accessories. Now, this is a part. This is the part that I legally purchase. So how can the federal government come down and say it's now banned and they're going to confiscate it and not reimburse me for it? I mean, that's why I think we should reduce the power of the federal government. I don't agree with that. And you're a libertarian, so you should understand that. Yeah. It doesn't matter if you are pro-Second Amendment or not. Anybody else? Um, I wanted
1: to point out that uh, you were talking about turning people into felons. Now, I'm currently doing a story on black gun ownership in America, and uh, felony charges filed against gun owners and illegal gun owners in the United States disproportionately affects black people. And... That is,
3: uh, in, it's not indicative of... Why do you say that? Because a lot of people say that's not true. Who says that's not true? You'd be surprised. Who? Uh, you'd be surprised. So a lot of people say that's not true. How does it affect black gun ownership more so than white gun owners? Okay, so let
1: me ask, let me tell you, let me give you a statistic. All right. 36, this is according to Pew Research. It's relatively uh, um, respected. And they report that 36% of whites report owning a firearm, 24% of blacks, and 15% of Hispanics. Now, this is slightly anecdotal, but of the white, black, and Hispanic people I know, the percentages of them, each, each of those categories, is much higher that that own a gun than those reported statistics. Mm -hmm. There are people that own firearms that do not report them. They own them illegally. And... Well,
0: we don't have to report guns, especially here in Texas.
1: Well, I'm talking about people that that they own a gun, and they don't know proper gun law. Like Michael teaches gun law, gun safety, LTC, all that kind of stuff. And if they don't know proper law for wherever they live, like for example, um, Maj. Torre of Black Guns Matter, he's up in Philadelphia. He tells he I I interviewed him the other day, and he told me that all the time he knows people in his community that. They own a gun. They think they're owning it legally, and then they do something that's illegal, and they're marked as a felon. Mm-hmm. So that's that's not good. And this this bump stock ban is indicative of that. Not that I necessarily agree or disagree on on whether or not bump stock bump stocks are banned, but I just wanted to point out that there is an issue of government overreach, and we're we're growing prison populations with things like like banning bump stocks and making gun control a, a, a government overreach. It's, it is creating more crime because you're creating criminals of everyone that, that owns guns or does not follow strict gun laws.
3: Okay. And let, let me go to the phone lines. Our phone number is uh, 512-543-2284. It's 512-543-2284. Uh, let me go to um, our caller. Uh, Charles, you're on with coming and talking. Mom? This is dad, not mom. Go ahead.
0: (laughs) All right, so I had a question for uh, Eli, I believe, the guy from California.
3: Yeah, give it to him.
1: All right, so he talked about um, school shootings being caused in part by uh, the
3: shooters not being able to get laid. Yeah, he's talking about a whole bunch of stuff. And keep it clean, Charles.
1: (laughs) Yeah, and how legal prostitution would help combat that particular part of the problem. Um, But I wanted to ask him about um, mass shootings that are driven
0: by a deeper purpose, like Mm. in the case of the New Zealand shooter. And my
1: question was, is there a solution that you see for those types of shootings that don't involve a gun ban?
5: No, I think the solution would be a full gun ban. I mean, like people, people in California think that, uh, you know, we should regulate fully auto. You can't get those. and ban assault rifles, hunting rifles are pretty much the same. Um, I mean, most mass shootings are handguns. And I think that if you ban all guns, then only the criminals are going to have guns. And I don't know if you ever met a criminal with a gun, but they're pretty much exclusively drug dealers. So Mm -hmm. the gun is a financial tool to the criminal. There's not not drug dealers going around shooting people for no reason. They're shooting people Mm -hmm. for money. And as a capitalist, I can understand that. What I can't understand is killing people out of idealism, and ideologies and, uh, um, I don't know, just
3: senseless, Political murdering, innocent people. Yeah. And so this is a libertarian that's saying that he wants the federal government to come down and take your guns. Go ahead. I'm, I digress.
4: I just want to put this on the record. I don't think that you think libertarian means what you like think it means if you're advocating for a full gun ban. No, I told
5: Michael that uh, I'm a libertarian minus the whole gun thing.
4: Like you're not like a libertarian. Okay, so I I'm just not a libertarian. To I just want the record to show that you're not a libertarian. I will send you the definition. I'm not. Definition. I'm not.
5: I'm not attached to the label. Okay.
4: Good, because it's definitely not attached to
3: you. All right. <laughs> Neither was my ex-wife. <laughs> and why did she leave you? So many comments. You're confused on certain, certain issues. Turns <laughs> out she was a dude. <laughs> she. She was a dude. She was in. She, I think she left you because you were confused on certain issues. Just packing some heat,
4: huh? <laughs> <laughs> and he was not. That's a fan. what. That, that's why I don't like guns. <laughs>
0: it's illegal in California.
3: <laughs> and, and, and that we can understand. Let me tell you. <laughs> oh I don't my have goodness.
4: anything appropriate to say. <laughs> I was gonna
5: say I've been to Thailand, <laughs> and it's changed how I feel about things.
3: Has it? How's that? No, never mind. This is don't, an appropriate uh, show. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm just leave it at that. Please don't expand
5: on that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but I mean, I, guns guns don't protect your life. They protect your stuff. No one is coming and breaking into your house to just murder you. They want your TV. They want your Xbox. They want your jewelry box.
4: I have a question. So when I was in downtown Houston when I was 19 getting gas on Lockwood in the Fifth Ward, not sure if you're familiar since you're from California. Not. Um, I, I was visiting my dad on at U of H downtown, which is in the Fifth Ward, which is, like, not a good area of Houston. Unfortunately for me, being an idiot, I ran out of gas. So, had to go to a gas station. Um, at the gas station, when filling my car up, I was approached by three men. I was 19. do Not not sure if I mentioned that. I am of short stature. I'm 5'3". Was much smaller back then. Um, and they approached me, and I did not feel safe. I didn't. They didn't ask me for anything. They I were mean, just too... I'm not done speaking. You should take social cues on that. I have Asperger's. Um, not a, a non-issue here. We're making eye contact. Um.
3: Don't believe the signs.
4: Uh-huh. So when they...
3: So hold on, Felicia. I'm going to let you finish that we come back from the break. We're talking with our guest from California. This is what happens when California's moved to Austin, Texas. These are the things that we have to deal with. This is Michael Cargill and you are listening to Come and Talk it.
0: Hello, this is Gerald Darty and I'm the Precinct 3 County Commissioner here in Travis County and you're listening to Come and Talk it. Talk
3: 1370.
2: Welcome back to Come and Talk It, and now here's Michael Cargill.
3: All right, so our, um, our not my executive producer, but our other producer inside the sh- studio happens to be a female, and she's just knocking everything over. I apologize for people <laughs> that are on Facebook Live. <laughs> it looks <All> right. fine. <laughs> so today, you know, we're, we're talking with a, a, a comedian from California, and he has I, went,
4: I love how he went from being a libertarian to a comedian. And that's pretty in line with how he's <coughs> yeah, no, expressing not. himself today. I love it. I love a good laugh. And Please we ha- continue, Eli. That's what to, I'm here for.
3: We have to kind of <laughs> dial, it, dial it back down just a little bit. So Eli is telling us about, you know, his ideas of, you know, libertarianism and how for him, it does not mean, you know, supporting the Second Amendment. And so you're you're telling us about actually Felicia.
4: Yeah, sorry. Your, um, I was getting a little emotional. I have been
5: as in, women do. Oh. <laughs> oh.
4: I have a lot <laughs> to say, but unfortunately regulated sure by the FCC. So we'll talk <laughs> later. Um.
3: What can you say? I
4: have been in the position. I don't know,
3: but I'm afraid right at now. At
4: least once, I'm scared. where I have had to use my firearm to protect myself. Fortunately, they were intelligent, semi-intelligent individuals who realized that I was not messing around and that when I pulled my firearm, I pulled it with the full intention of ending their lives.
5: Yeah, no, I will admit that if you were to do a gun ban, that would I think that would come drastically reduce mass shootings, but it would drastically increase the individual's uh, risk for getting robbed and raped.
4: So in the argument that you just expressed, you do express that the fact that individuals are allowed to own and possess firearms, that it helps them protect themselves?
5: Yeah. Not your
4: You've never studied FCC regulation, have you?
5: No, I have a podcast that I record butt naked laying down on my bed.
4: No, It's called Cast
5: Burgers. (laughs) Google it.
4: With the two listeners you have. No thanks, I'll pass. No, Um, not you. I'm just thinking, like I don't think that, one. I don't think that you think libertarian means what you think. I don't means. think that
5: you think.
0: <laughs>
5: she just oh. feels, huh?
4: <laughs> <laughs> I like you. Like a bottle you. of
5: emotion. There's a lot of Which feeling. is so
4: funny. Can you please tell my friends? Because they think I'm the most emotionless individual that they've
3: ever met. Uh, never, never sure you work very hard to keep that wall up. Okay, so let's so let's get <laughs> But so, I can see right through it. So let's get back to the topic. So cause you, you had a question earlier. You you want to talk about black gun ownership and you were talking you know, with Maj Terrain Yeah um, early in the week. Yeah. And so how did that interview go with Maj? It went
1: great. He's um He's an articulate
3: man. He's from, from the hood in Philly,
1: and he is not just someone that's a talking head. I appreciate what he brings to the table. He's real, and he knows exactly what he's talking about, and he backed it up. I talked to him for 45 minutes straight while I was driving uh, home from my grandfather's funeral.
3: All right. And and you know what? <clears throat> and Our call-in number, just so you know, is 512-543-2284. And let me go to uh our call in Devin. Devin, you're on with come and talk it. Uh go ahead, Devin with Come and Talk It. You're on Devin. Go ahead. Oh, my questions for Eli Halper? Uh oh. Go ahead, Eli. Yeah, go ahead. You have a question for Eli. Uh oh. Oh, <laughs> sorry, <laughs> oh Devin, you can't do that. Oh, Devin. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh-huh. uh, all right. Kevin, what's your last name? He's gone. So yeah, you can't do stuff like that because you get dumped and the world will never hear you. So don't <laughs> do things like that. Okay. All right. So I can't
1: that, that was, that came out of nowhere. Yeah.
3: I th- I saw that mm-hmm.
4: coming.
3: a lot. No. I saw that coming. Only
4: when we have guys like Eli on the air.
5: Uh, all right. So
4: I don't even have anything to say. Like.
0: Oh, you act like you get so much love, right, Felicia? Oh,
4: people love to hate me. <laughs> Can I keep I am going? Never, hey, like, I never froze this happy on Can the Can I air. keep going
5: with my gun ban plan? Okay, let's, let's hear it. Okay, so we give criminals all the guns. <laughs> <laughs> next, what we do is... Okay, criminals aren't afraid of jail, right? Uh, gang and, members. Uh, I'm talking uh, about gang members uh-huh. specifically. They're the leading cause of mass shootings, meaning four more people.
3: Mm-hmm. So
5: what next we need to do is repeal the Eighth Amendment of cruel and unusual punishment. So, you no, said it no, earlier. Uh, I'm sorry. Yeah, you said it, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was my gate- <laughs> gateway to...
3: <laughs> no, because then I'm afraid of where you're going to go with it.
5: No, that was it. It's okay, just in okay. there, and okay. then you got to be paraded around town. No one in a gang is going to be willing to risk that.
1: Okay. Hey, Michael, I think uh, Eli would get along with Jessica Jen from uh, that protest. I like, can't say uh, the name of the protest, but you know what I'm talking about? No. Oh, yeah, yeah.
4: I feel like I'm being punked, and we're all going to walk out after this show and be like, surprise, welcome back to the show. You haven't been here in three months. But, like, we're not saying anything supporting the Second Amendment, which is irritating. Like, Michael just filed the second largest, you know, lawsuit against the federal government regarding bomb stocks. And that's huge. Like, the fact that one of our guys here in Texas is taking this up, second only to Gun Owners of America's lawsuit, that's huge. We fight in Texas every day, every day. I'm at the Capitol. I'm paying attention to what's going on in the ledge, and we are fighting for our gun rights. That is true. Yeah, and, nobody and works I, harder Eli, for the Second that's Amendment hilarious than this guy as I think you are. Right
0: across from me.
4: You're you're no friend to our cause right now. So you're either here as a parody, ha ha, funny, funny, or
5: He's you just don't talking. support.
4: I'm not done. So I'm or funny. You, I'm not He's done. Talking or you do not support what we have dedicated our lives to. And therefore you were a detriment to the second amendment and what we stand for. And therefore you were no longer a friend of mine.
5: But you said I'm funny.
4: Yeah, every I, okay. I think Amy Schumer is funny, but she's as less oh, as less God. can be, come I on. Knew
5: I didn't like you.
4: I didn't like she's you not, either, honey. Amy Schumer but is simple, not funny
1: though, for the record. She's not. I would love to also stand on the record she was not funny.
4: The simple fact of the matter is everyone in this room has dedicated their lives to fighting for the Second Amendment and you come in and you act like it's a joke. You think it's Amy no Schumer is funny? It's no How joke can you even plus. Have- <laughs> it's okay. called come and talk it. Do you even know the history of that? Do you know what our fellow Texans went through? Do you know the history of come and take it and the Battle of Gonzales?
5: I think Texas is the coolest state because they went up against the federal government.
4: We went against the, the, the country of Mexico. We did not fight the federal government.
5: Didn't but you try to secede Mexico, from the union?
4: We did secede, A. B, I'm talking about come and take it. Come and take it.
5: In August of 1836,
4: know. the Battle of Gonzales, the shot heard round the world, the shot that began the Texas Revolution, the Texas Revolution that comes to a head on April 21st, 1836, when we won our battle against the army of Mexico at the Battle of San Jacinto and we captured Santa Ana. Do you not understand the history do not understand the roots from which we come? And the reason that we fight so what, for your the solution? rights that we have. My solution is that we protect and we defend the Second Amendment, period. So it's, it's worth... That's it's worth, why it's called come and talk it.
5: So it's worth innocent people dying to you so you can protect your Xbox? What? That's not going to stop innocent what? people from dying.
4: What? Innocent people are dying so I can protect my Xbox.
5: Uh, Vegas.
4: Yeah, the Sandy Vegas Hook. shooting. That's the reason that we banned the bump stocks, even though we have yeah, no that comp- is the reason, right? Even though we, we have no, compreh- no comprehensive that, evidence that bump stocks were ever used in that shooting, those Vegas.
5: I mean, you can replicate reports, a bump stock just by practice. Those yeah, were never easily.
4: released, so why are we banning something? It's all virtue signaling. You don't understand the heart and soul behind the Second Amendment, which is why you were so easy to throw it away.
5: I mean, I'm from California. I've never, if I had a gun and I used it, I would go to jail.
4: Well, yeah. then if I use it lawfully
5: in Texas, I mean. Look, I think uh, there's a cultural difference here that when
1: someone that's from California who has zero education on this it's you, you have to, when you talk... I have more than zero.
4: It's not, uh, one, it's, p- point it's three. not an educational difference, it's an intellectual <laughs> difference.
1: No, it's not. That's See, that's, that's, that's insulting. See, this is why the gun debate does not get solved, because people that are willing and open to new ideas, like Eli is, I've known him for years, he definitely is open to ideas. He, he will debate, he will argue, he'll crack jokes, but he is also open to new ideas. We need to be respectful, and we need to talk to people and educate them period.
4: He has no want to be educated.
1: Yes, he does. He just cracks jokes and it's, it's some people
3: get
5: offended by that. It's Yeah, and you're really bad at educating. I'm really
3: bad. All right. At so, educating. in in Eli, in closing, what do you want the people of, of Austin to to know?
5: Um, I get why you don't like me. I didn't say I didn't like you. No, not you. The oh, people okay. of Austin. <laughs> 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 Yeah, I get it. Listen listen to my podcast, Cast Burgers. And if you still don't like me, uh email me and tell me how much you hate me. Nice. Eli.halpern at yahoo.com. H <laughs> A L P E R N. <no>. You can <laughs> you can send me whatever you want. Nice. You
4: that again, I'm
5: trying to write it down. E L <laughs> I dot H A L P E R N at Yahoo.com. All
3: right, and, and and Felicia, what would you in closing in like twenty seconds? Fight you like- for
4: your rights. Fight for the Second Amendment because no one else is going to do it for you.
3: All right. And uh, my UT?
1: I wish I would have gotten to talk more about my story, but <laughs> this was very entertaining. Uh Shout out to Maj Torre of Black Guns Matter. I, I wish I could talk more about him. Maybe I can come on next week or week after that and talk to you.
3: All right. So we will keep you up to date on the lawsuit. We're still going forward. It doesn't matter what happened in other cases. Our case uh, with with the attorney that we have, which is the new Civil Liberties Alliance, they are a powerhouse. They are awesome attorneys, and we're doing great things. As always, more guns equals less crime. You go out there, you buy yourself a gun.